0: Welcome to the NRF and EHL podcast, I'm Nicole and I'm Erin, we're sisters who are going to be talking all things life, fitness, health and anything else random that we can squeeze into a conversation. We hope you enjoy and please share if you do, let's get started. Hello Hello, welcome back to the podcast, we are here to record another episode for you and today we are going to talk about some of the kind of extremes of dieting and the things that we maybe think we should be doing, but that really are not helpful. Yeah. And this is super, super common. And we think it's really important to remind you guys that it isn't the only way. So what we're talking about mainly, I guess, but there are lots of things that come into this is people overly restricting their calories so taking their calories super super low in order to try and get quicker results or because you think that that's the only way or that's what you've been told you should be doing and then that obviously can lead to some negative consequences yeah I think we both as coaches and as clients from speaking to other you know fellow team members and things like that it is very common whether you act upon it or not to have these thoughts that um, you know drop in your calories or you know um go into these extremes will fix how you're feeling fix w- get you to where you want to be much quicker um and yeah it's not uncommon to have these thoughts but we kind of wanted to talk about how those thoughts and those behaviors can then affect you kind of long-term. And a lot of us have been surrounded by diet culture. And we've spoken about this a lot in the podcast about diet culture and about how, you know, it can affect the way that we view dieting and view the way that we should diet. And my brain's gone. I know, I did feel like you were talking in slow motion. Yeah, I don't know why, my brain's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> so we, it's really, really common for clients to come to us and say, I need to eat 1,200 calories to lose weight. If I eat more than 1,200 calories, I gain weight. Or yeah. have you, we I would often ask, have you ever tracked your calories before? If yes, how many calories? 1,200 it's the kind of go-to number it's splashed across the front of magazines it's all over the internet if you want to lose weight as a female you need to eat 1200 calories well we are here to tell you that is bullshit okay oh, yeah, absolutely. for bullshit. most women that is far 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 too low okay and it is completely unnecessary there will be some exceptions to that rule but for most of us it is completely unnecessary and leads into negative behaviors but we've been told that we should do it time and time again if you look on the internet for a diet you know if you get if you go onto um a forum or you look at a magazine you will see it all over the place if you use my fitness pal and you say you want to lose 2 pounds of fat a week it will likely come out and say that you need to be on 1200 calories and the reason for that is that they are not allowed to go any lower than 1,200 calories because that would be deemed as unsafe. But if you want to lose two pounds of fat a week, you need to be in a deficit of 1,000 calories per day. And for most of us and our size, so our weight and height and age, you would need to be much lower than that in order to actually get that result, which is why for most of us, it's not a healthy thing to do. So we often try to do it for a period of time I'm sure we've all been there where we've tried to go super super low with calories and as we've talked about lots of times before some of us require lower calories than others in order to elicit a a fat loss result and you know that comes down to our physiology and that's fine but there is needing lower calories and then there is trying to take things to a much lower extreme. And we're talking about 1200 here. But I have seen people comment about even much lower than that, which then comes into being all kinds of dangerous. So we do this for lots of different reasons as women, because we've been told that we should because we've been led to believe it's the only way. Because our friend is doing it, you know, there are many, many reasons that you might think that that is the answer for you. And that's not a reflection of you that is a reflection of diet culture of what you have been conditioned to believe and told time and time again so please don't feel badly if you think that that's the only way but what we wanted to do in this podcast is remind you that it's not and to tell you that the reason that we coach in the way that we do which is a flexible dieting approach making sure we're including all of the foods that we love everything in moderation. We don't have good and bad food lists. We don't restrict anything out specifically. We prefer a slow and steady approach because that allows you to build habits that you are going to keep long-term. So if you learn how to do this, how it works about your body, you are much more likely to sustain your results and we also want you to enjoy the process. And that doesn't mean going absolutely AWOL every single week and, you know, having that on off switch for the weekends and the weeks or anything like that. But what it does mean is that you have that flexibility to enjoy your life whilst also gaining results. I actually think that that is really important about the enjoyment value, though, because if you don't, you know, it's often also splashed everywhere that food is fuel. So that is all it is. Food is fuel. Whereas Yeah, it's like the extremes of it, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas we obviously say it's not, It you know, it's family, it's occasions, it's culture, it's holidays. It's so many different things. But even in just a normal bog standard week, like for me, food is spending time with Bob. I don't, you know, that's my one time a day that I get to spend with my partner. So sitting down and- not eating something that I'm not remotely enjoying, you know, and actually sitting down and enjoy. Yeah. Like I get something out of it as, uh, as well. And I think that that's really important that you don't need because you don't need to be eating something so plain and boring to be able to fit into that low calorie bracket. You yeah. can enjoy whole nutritious, delicious foods just by allowing yourself those extra few hundred calories. And it's not, we're not asking you to, you know, eat until, you know, you can't move because your calories are so high. What we want, what we're trying to say is you don't need to have yourself so, so low that you can't even enjoy a like three regular meals a day. That uh, 1200 calories isn't going to give you three regular meals a day, not proper full meals. And alongside two snacks as I like to add into my day do you know what I mean yeah yeah completely and it's that's the thing is that if your calories are lower and sort of low to extremes you are reducing what you can eat because if you are wanting to be flexible with your approach it leaves no room for that flexibility if you want to be able to eat proper meals it means that you are going to have to be super restrictive with your food choices because in order to fit them into that calorie goal there isn't any wiggle room really for the extra things that we might have that help us to stay on track when it comes to dieting and we're not talking about you know filling your calories full of convenience foods or chocolate or anything like that but we're talking about like not being able to add any sauce or seasoning to your Mm -hmm. like we're talking about those kinds of things because otherwise you won't be able to have full meals like it it starts to get crazy and that's when we see restrictive behaviors come in and that leads to a bad relationship with food potentially which then is really really hard to undo and some people will find dieting in a fat loss phase easier if calories are lower but when we say lower, we don't mean low to extremes because then it starts to go, you know, one far too far one way. And that can then lead into like a binge restrict cycle where you restrict, restrict, restrict. And then you can't do it any longer, whether that's because you've been really hungry or whether that's because you've been missing out on things, whether that's food that you love or occasions or whatever it might be. And that leads you to then massively overeat followed by a period of time where you feel guilty and you restrict again. And it's a really vicious cycle to get into. And we're not talking about somebody who chooses to have lower days during the week, followed by higher days on the weekend because that fits in with their lifestyle and how they like to enjoy food. We're talking about feeling bad around it and then overindulging and overeating because you can't control it and because of the behaviors that you've put You know, during the the days prior, and then again, feeling bad and going full circle with that. It's very different if you are choosing to say calorie cycle, for example. We're talking about not having the control over it and feeling negative around that behavior. And it's not a nice place to be. And often it is because your calorie goal and your choices are too restrictive. So, this is where flexible dieting is so, so positive for so many people because we are able to include the foods that we love in moderation and not feel like we're missing out on absolutely everything. And yes, when we are trying to lose body fat, there has to be a level of restraint. And for some people that might need to be higher than it does for others, but you do not need to be all or nothing. So when you are looking at losing body fat, don't just assume that you need to jump straight to 1200 calories. And that is the only option. For most of us, if we were to calculate your goals, I would always start with a more conservative deficit of somewhere between three and 500 calories. Um, when we work out what you need. And that's going to give you somewhere between half a pound and a pound of fat loss a week. For everyone between half a pound and two pounds of fat loss a week is what is deemed as um safe and healthy okay but we're talking about fat loss here and not weight loss so what the scales tell you and what fat loss is is two different things you need to be able to separate that so by monitoring with photos and measurements and things like that we are able to see what's going on but that is a safe place to be a healthy place to be it allows you to live your life have that enjoyment balance things out be slightly flexible with your approach and eat a little bit more on a day-to-day basis because if we look at things aside from how it makes you feel and the potential for a negative relationship with food and a binge restrict cycle low calories are also going to impact your training they're also they're going to mean that you probably aren't going to get as strong as you could in the gym because you don't have the fuel there available to do it so you don't have that energy availability which means you can't train as hard which means you're not going to build muscle which means you're not going to be building the body that you want you're not going to recover as well which again impacts that build and how you feel post training sessions you are probably not going to sleep very well you're not going to manage your stress as well which all of which impact fat loss goals you're not going to move as much so when we are hungry our bodies start trying to conserve our energy to protect us And in doing that, they slow down the things that we do involuntarily. So, for example, the amount of times you blink in a minute, how much you fidget, um, even things like losing periods as well. So by doing that, it's basically turning off or slowing down all of the things that happen in your body that are not essential for life. So the things that don't keep you alive, it will stop from happening. And that happens through over-restrictive dieting, super, super low calories for a long period of time, over-training, things like that. Um, so in taking in less calories, you actually expend less energy because your body starts trying to conserve its energy. It does less. So actually it can be quite counterproductive because you start doing less um, and you don't realize that you're doing it. So the, we're obviously talking about extremes here, but like when I was on prep, um, for a competition, obviously calories do drop. I was very lucky, really, in the grand scheme of things. My calories didn't really go that low, but my expenditure was super, super high. And when you get really, really lean, your body starts trying to protect itself as well. And I didn't realize at the time because I was living through it, but I had no energy for anything outside of what I had to do. So I hit a really high te- uh, step goal and I trained six times a week. But outside of that, I had the capacity for nothing because my body just couldn't do it because it had nothing left to give. And that can then impact, you know, what you are capable of doing in your work life, what you're capable of doing in your relationships and all of those things. So it is not always beneficial. In fact, it's not beneficial to take your calories super, super low because actually, what you are then able to do in terms of your output becomes much lower, whether that's involuntary or voluntary, you are much more likely to want to take a nap on the sofa in the middle of the day or not train or not train as hard with the same intensity, not go for that extra walk, not do the work, you know, all of those things become much lower because you don't have that energy available to be able to do it. And when we're thinking about food, Erin was absolutely right before when she said food is not just fuel. However, In its most basic form, that's exactly what it is. And if we don't have that energy available and we're not putting that energy in, how can we expect to be able to put the energy out? So actually by taking less in, you aren't always putting yourself in a better position to lose body fat. So sometimes we'll see that calories are slightly higher and people are able to do more, even if they don't really realize that they are. And then we see fat loss as equal or even sometimes better by pushing the calories up slightly. So less is not always the better option, guys. And we just wanted to really remind you of that and remind you that it can have a really negative impact on you, both from a mental well-being capacity and also a physiological standpoint as well you know like I said it can cause things like losing periods if we take calories really low and, and aim for really low body fat um it, you know it can really impact your mental well-being it can impact absolutely everything that's going on and then it's a bad hole to get out of as well because coming yeah, out the really other side yeah is really, really tough um so yeah we just wanted to remind you that it isn't the only way and that for most of us somewhere between 1500 and 1800 calories ish is a good place to be dieting dependent on size height etc some people will be higher than that um some people might need slightly lower but when i say slightly i mean like i really would dig my heels in as a coach there to go any lower and we are talking about somebody who is mega mega petite then um like really petite because Essentially, smaller body, less energy requirements. But then, in in the same breath, if you require less energy, you don't feel as though you need much as much energy. Most yeah. of them. obviously, if you are used to eating a certain amount, and then you were to drop your calories, that's going to be challenging. But your body requires the energy that it requires. So if you're giving it that, then you you should feel relatively okay. But for most of us, somewhere between. 1600 and 1800 is a good place to be some people might need to go slightly lower and um, some people can be slightly higher depends on how much muscle mass you have it depends on how active you are all sorts of different things but don't just jump to 1200 or less calories and assume that that is the only way forward also remember that if you are just beginning your kind of weight loss fat loss journey and you have no idea how high the calories were you were consuming previously. Um, before you know, you started tracking, started being mindful about what you were eating. Probably dropping to twelve hundred calories a day is an absolute ridiculous jump from what you were previously consuming on a daily basis. So way more than you think you are. Yes. So not only is it not good for you to be that low for most people it also is going to be so ridiculously low in comparison to what you were eating previously that you would really really notice it whereas if you could just do that smaller drop like Nicole was saying a more conservative deficit to begin with um then it's going to make the experience more enjoyable for you because you're not going to be like oh my god where is all my food gone there yeah. is you know you progress when you do that and you see that it's working then that's great isn't it why are we always in such a rush like yes okay there are certain goals that require a more savage approach we've talked about that and that's fine it has its time and its place and for certain people that will work but for most of us all we want to do is be moving towards that goal so as long as you are moving in the right direction most of the time and that you are seeing things trend in the direction that you want to go in, then why are we always in such a hurry to speed it up? Because essentially all that's going to happen if you take too restrictive of an approach is that you will end up right back where you started or worse off because you can't stick to it. So what we aim to do as coaches is give you a way that you can stick to that gets you where you want to be in the long term and then allows you to maintain that and stay there. That is the goal, right? Is that you want to get to a place where you're not trying to diet all of the time. You yeah, want to get to a place where you can maintain and feel happy and confident in your body. And that doesn't mean that you won't want to continue working or you won't want to tweak things. And we have different seasons where we want different things and that's absolutely fine. But what we want is to be able to get to a place where we're like, yeah, do you know what, actually? I'm pretty I, happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like I this. Yeah. And you won't get that if you try to over-restrict because all you will end up doing... Is a short period of time where maybe you get some quick results, but then at the end of that, you can't stick to it, you can't sustain it, you haven't learned anything, and you end up right back where you started, miserable and wondering what the answer is. And that is, it's sad, but it's true. If you, if over restrictive diets worked, and crazy options, and detoxes, and super low calories, and all of those things, we wouldn't be here telling you this because we would have all succeeded the first time we tried to diet but actually it doesn't work and that's why we end up in a hole of dieting over and over and over again and never feeling like anything works for us because over restricting does not work so actually try something different try a slower approach recognize that the time is going to pass anyway and make this a lifestyle change, make it something that you can do long term, make it something that is sustainable, that is enjoyable, that is flexible, and that works for you in your lifestyle. And not something that you spend all day, every day wishing you could quit. Because that is not going to get you where you want to go. Especially if you have, you know, a decent journey ahead of you in terms of wanting to lose body fat and needing to sustain that both for personal reasons and health reasons and all of those things it's going to take you longer than you can probably stick at that restrictive process. So do it in a way that actually doesn't make you hate every second of it. And you will be far more likely to come out of the end of it in a position that makes you feel good. And to have learned how to live that way for the rest of your life, you don't need to be counting calories or dieting for the rest of your life, but learning to live in a healthy way is so, so important. So important. And a lot, a lot of us don't have the, I certainly didn't three and a half, four years ago, have any education or surrounding these topics whatsoever. And it's great that it's coming out and a lot more now. And there's a lot more like free advice that seems to be more helpful um, mm-hmm. online and things. But just make sure you're seeking advice from the right people and reading information from the right people. So that, you know, this is something that, you know, your your safety and your well-being should be whomever you're talking to's first priority. Yeah, not just somebody who wants a great transformation picture very, very quickly to sell another transformation picture. Yeah, it's a red flag. That's a big red flag. flag. But Um, other than that, we're... We are not back for a couple of weeks. We are not back for a couple of weeks. We will Um, be in June. We'll be back in June. Nicole decided, you know, just to go and get married. So inconsiderate of me. I'm so sorry. uh, So, um, yeah, we'll we will be back recording a new episode in June. So it'll be a few weeks between this one and the next one. Um, but. As always, if anybody, you know, wants any advice or a chat or anything off of the back of listening to this podcast, then please do DM either of us because we're always here for anybody. It doesn't, you don't need to just be a coaching client. Um, So it's Nicole, fitness on Instagram and Erin healthy life on Instagram. And um, we hope that it has kind of helped you um, and opened your mind to potentially a more slower approach to things, um yeah. but we we want you to enjoy it, guys, and we want you yeah. to be able to keep the results that you work so hard for. Because whether you take a slow and steady, flexible approach, or whether you take a savage, restrictive approach for a period of time, you are working hard at that, and to then not really get any results at the end of it is really unfair, isn't it? So we want you to feel good about the effort that you're putting in and the result that you're getting out. So yeah let us know if you want to chat about it and we will be more than happy to help you out and give you some advice and we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did then please do like share subscribe comment as erin says tell you nan. um and we will be back in june with another episode on a married woman Mm -hmm. Oh my word. How terrifying. And a married woman. Right. Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful day. We will speak to you very, very soon. Bye bye.